it, it upsets him that he put, you know, years and years into this project and people just didn't get it, you know. Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us again this week. Hope everybody had a fantastic week. Um, how about you guys? Cass, how would your week go? Pretty good. Uh, nice. Work. Got to go out, out in the outdoors. Nice. Weather's didn't get good. lost, didn't, you know, end up on a missing persons list. So. Yeah. Those mountains were pretty high. Rocks. Are you trying to give me a heart attack? Yeah. You sent me a picture of you on top of a big rock? <laughs> and that wasn't even really the tallest one out there, so. Oh, my gosh. That was scary. <laughs> yeah, try climbing. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. You did good. Yeah, I well, came home just fine. I was looking <laughs> pretty proud of you. Jesse, how about you? How'd your week go? Um, it's been busy. 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 Tomorrow is Odin's last day of preschool, so we're prepping for that. Nice. And he's I am so the excited. Summer. I am so excited. No you, more running. And you're prepping for this weekend when we're gonna have lots of fun, right? Yes, that that too. But Odin's got his end of the school year picnic tomorrow. I have a busy day at work tomorrow trying to get everything ready for the weekend. So a little stressful at the Stromer house. <laughs> cool. I'll let you out worth it. Yes. Okay. Um, let's get going. Uh, Jess, why don't you start us out with some history facts? Yes. I have some history on explained mystery facts. Um, this one is the Bamberg Horseman. Um, this is... Uh, in the city of southern Germany called Bamberg, there rests a superbly preserved statue of a young man elegantly dressed atop of a horse. Um, on his head sits a stone crown and across his shoulders is draped a fine cloak. The identity of this young man, known only as the Bamberg Horseman, has confounded historians for decades. Originally painted um, in brilliant colors and even plated with gold, the Bamberg Horseman gained massive popularity in Germany during the 20th century as a cultural icon. And stories about who he may have, may have been have swirled around. Many believed he um, may have been the Hungarian King Stephen I, while others theorized that he uh, might have been the Messiah, one of the three wise men, or Conrad III of Germany. Despite a wealth of theories, no concrete verification has ever been made as to the horseman's original, or, uh, sorry, uh, to the horseman's origins or to his identity, and he remains a mystery cornerstone of Germany's culture to this day. Hmm. So, wow. it's kind of curious, though, too. Like, who's yeah. Statue, you know. Now, like, now somebody's got to check that out. They do an unveiling. It doesn't say when it came about, you know, like when it started or whatever, or when people noticed it. So hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Be worth looking into. I just have that one for today. So okay, it's short and sweet. Sorry, I don't have more. Awesome, Cass. Get hit us with a tune. Well, this one is. 
uh, like an early 2000s hit. Um, but this one is called Chandelier by Sia. I don't know if either of you two would know this one. Oh, I, know know the I know the two. Maybe two. Oh, well, I do. I yeah, I was gonna say, I wasn't too sure. Um, um, but so this one is kind of considered like a party anthem. People play it. Yeah, yeah exactly. People play it like at parties. Um, Danielle's wigs, I'd throw it on right now. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, but this song is actually about addiction and alcoholism um, mm-hmm. and how it can kind of ruin people's lives. Um, it actually comes from. <laughs> yes, okay. there you go. Okay. Uh, the artist Thea herself wrote this at a time where she was going through. Um, alcoholism and bouts of depression where she used um, substances to cope um, with her life. Um, And so this whole is basically about how, you know, it like the first line of the song is party girls don't get hurt. Um, And so it's talking about how she pushed like pushed past her depression and her sad feelings by just partying and going out every night and trying to not, you know, succumb to that. Um, And so it's, you know, it is kind of a sad song that like it is about how people use addiction and alcoholism as a coping mechanism for their lives. Hmm. Um, interesting enough. I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I know I read somewhere before about Sia. Um, she was like hugely famous, not in the mm-hmm. U S but um, I forget where she's from. Um, but she was hugely famous and then her and her boyfriend or fiance, maybe, maybe husband, I don't remember, you know, mm-hmm. what he was to her, but her significant other, um, they were involved in a really bad car accident and he died yeah. and that's yeah. what caused her to like really start using drugs and yeah. she just like wiped herself off of the, you know, like out of the, the famous, um, yeah. as a celebrity and she, like when we started hearing her in the U.S., that's what like that was her comeback. Yes, yeah, and that's actually why she wears all the and wigs that, yeah. that, like hide like, her face is because she doesn't want to be that like she doesn't want to fall into that like process again. Aww, yeah, hmm. interesting. Yeah, yeah, that is very interesting. It's a little short, quick one. Devastating. I, I, I wasn't sure if you guys knew the song, but it was very popular. So I'm glad you guys did know what I was talking about. Good. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. Great song. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have a quick show today because mine is real quick. So. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> but I got a question for uh, you two girls. Mm-hmm. Have either one of you ever flown out of the Denver airport? Yes. I have not. Many no. times coming home oh, to Michigan. Okay. It is a so, common stop. Oh. oh. Now, the next time you go, I want live footage because. <laughs> okay, listen. I know what this is about, and Matt has already asked me to yes, do this. I was just going to say. Matt <laughs> has yeah, asked Cassie to do this already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you have to basically, like, so it passed the security check. I'll let you tell the story, but, like, what you're talking about is passed security check so you'd have to go out and then basically get back into the like airport so oh, I'll let you, tell the story. you don't see it no no it's not like in the actual airport it's like basically wow. when you're leaving the airport let me tell you what's on the other side of that check 
Like, um, well, first of all, you must have seen the big um, stallion, blue stallion with red laser eyes as you're flying no. in, right? No, because it's like on the opposite. Like, so every time I've flown out of Denver, it's basically when I'm coming from Portland or back to Portland. And so basically the like airport where you basically get past security check, it like doesn't face that like blue stallion. Oh. oh. So. Well. I have been asked to get pictures, but I do not. Now I'm any. interested. So now you're going to have to go outside of the airport to do this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we de we next time you go, we definitely want um, live footage. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why? So, so yeah, anyway, so obviously Matt is familiar with. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, and when he's flown in and out, has he seen any of the stuff or is it the stuff? Um, you know, he, no, I don't think so. He just flew to Utah recently and I know he had a um, layover in Colorado and he really tried to find it. He was like, I'm excited. I had this layover, but I can't remember. I don't know if like, I don't remember what happened, but yeah, it's a he, big, big airport. Like, yeah. you, there's yeah, like, right. Four different, like terminals. Yeah, you have to like take a like train to each terminal. Wow. Right. Yeah. It has um, it's fifty three acres. Mm -hmm. Holy cow! At the time when it was bought, it it opened in uh, February of nineteen ninety five. Um, <clears throat> February twenty eighth of nineteen ninety five. Um, it's the uh, Denver International Airport. Um. Uh, and it's on a sprawling 53 square mile uh, um, acres. It's America's largest airport. The airport for years, um, as they were building, first of all, when they built it, um, there was no reason to have a, a new airport built. They had one that was sufficient. Um, they couldn't figure out why they were building such an airport when they didn't need it. Hmm. And also, um, and who was in charge of building this new one? Well, you know what? We don't really know. Um, some question the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. um, some question the um, the uh, the state or the local people. But they do know that for years before, they were doing lots of work on this property. And one of the theories is, they worked for like literally 10 years building a bunker on this property. And it, it was multiple levels of bunkers on this property. And then when um, they buried it all and then built the airport on top of it. But so finally, underneath this airport is secret bunkers and hmm. secret um, uh, you know, uh, channels that go to different military bases and all over the place. Wow. And, um, well, let me kind of read you the story. So the um, the Stapleton Air International Airport, less than 16 miles away, um, was perfectly fine and didn't need any replacing. Um, they actually were in the midst of a big renovation of that airport. So they got halfway through renovating that one when they decided Hey, just built a new one. So they wasted tons and tons of money. And the, the whole project was like, I, I think it was like $5 billion over budget. 
Five billion dollars over budget when they did get it done. Uh, there are so many conspiracies and theories surrounding the that Denver Airport um, that it's hard. It was really hard to like get them all, you know. And and really, the ones I'm covering today are just a few of them. Um, but the um, Illuminati, there's um, the conspiracies are um, about maybe the Illuminati's own it. There's lizard people that live underneath aliens, um, underground. There's underground government operating underneath us. You know, people always say that there's this secret government that we don't know about, and um, they're really running the country. And when we see just totally crazy things happening in politics, it's not really those people that are crazy. It's somebody's, you know, moving the strings to get, you know, the puppet strings to get that going. Well, the, the, one of the big conspiracy is under this airport, there's a whole functioning government that we don't know about. And that's how come we get into all these crazy things going on in the world, because it's really not about the ex-president and what he did. He's just being told what to do. Um, so there, um, uh, and, you know, just all kinds of, you know, different aliens are living down there. There's another uh, uh, 51, you know, down there. Area 51. Um, area 51. Um, there's over 100,000 articles and videos on the conspiracies alone. Huh. So by the mid 2000s, so it opened in 1995. By the mid 2000s, local papers uh, reported some of the conspiracy theories around the airport. And by 2010, the ex wrestler and former um, Minnesota governor Jesse Ventura, mm -hmm. he started a um, a television show about all the theories that are on about the um, this airport. And so he kind of really took took all the you know the theories that were kind of you know just whispered about and made them public. Um, well, one theory um, in the uh, is the nefarious runway. The runways when you're up above in a plane or in a you know helicopter or a drone or something, the runways are a swastika. What? Oh, I have heard that. Yeah, I. Yeah, so the runways go as a swastika, which nobody would know unless they were flying over top of it, a bird's eye view of it. So um, that's very odd that they would do do that. Um, and it's that is true. I mean, you can see it when you're flying mm -hmm. over. Um, and that's um, you know supposedly letting aliens and aliens who are Nazis, a clear sign of what's what wicked things are beneath it. Um, the second, one of the other theories is visitors arrive by car might miss the the um, Schwarzschild runway, but they definitely can catch the 9,000 pound, 38 foot tall statue of a blue bucking stallion with glowing red eyes symbolizing the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Um, the truth, while the statue was um, is very eerie and to look at, it's a really eerie, um, but the, uh, the guy who built it, 
or the artist who built it, Luis Jimenez, um, the, the artist behind the, the Mustang is what it's called, um, said the glowing eyes were only a homage to his father who worked on the project. It really was, really was his father's project, but in the midst of um, building it, a piece fell off and he died. It hit him and died. Um, so um, his son took over. Actually, it was him and two sons building the project, but the father was the artist. And so they finished it, but they gave the uh, Mustang red glowing eyes in homage to his father because he did neon signs. So they wanted the, to really glow. Peculiar, right? <laughs> um, one of the, another theory is all the um, gothic um, gargoyles loom through the airport, especially around the baggage department. You know, it's there's just all these gargoyles around. Um, did you see those gas? Yeah, when you get your luggage, did you know it's gargoyles around? I didn't get my luggage oh, though. Okay. The thing okay. is, like, I never like left the actual like path, yeah. like in parts, like. What is that? What is that called? Like when you, it's called terminal. Terminal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Anyways, they, they're unsettling, and also there are um, big um, murals painted throughout the mm -hmm. airport, and it's very. I mean, this artist. I mean, he really put his whole work into this project, but they're very unsettling portraits. Uh, mirrors of the whole, you know, wall of, um, you know, uh, children with, you know, yeah, it's like, faces. yeah. Um, that's the mural that I Mia mean, has always wanted to see. Yeah, it's and a, that's another one that is like you have to. I think it's a like terminal C pass security check. So you basically you have to like leave the airport to even see all this stuff. Well, it's let me finish this thing up, and I do have something to say about it, I guess. The artist was a, a really legit artist, and what he was trying to do sounds really great, but it just didn't pan out. What it was is, I mean, right. it's one big mural of um, there's these children, it's called Children of the World, and um, it, it depicts Nazi soldiers and gas masks and um, machine guns and swords, and it's and these kids have these like really eerie, smiling faces. Um, a burning forest and even a um, replica of a child's letter that come from Ash, um, Auschwitz. Auschwitz, yes. Um, thank you. Um, all of this allegedly is meant to con contain um, a message alluring the Illuminati. If that makes sense. The truth of the artwork is that um, this artist, and really he's really kind of I don't know if I want to say upset, but he's it, it upsets him that he put you know years and years into this project and people just didn't get it, you know. Because to that is a uh, mural. If you go to another part, there's a mural of you know the world of saving the world and saving the environment, and it's about saving the environment and stuff. But still, it comes off really creepy. And um, the and his when he presented the project. It was supposed to have like um, plaques and stuff that explained all this, you know what I mean? So they would understand it. 
But mm-hmm. because it's a busy airport, they figured nobody's going to stop and read these plaques, so they just left them off. And it's it's really really creepy to look at it. Mm-hmm. And it's, when it's like such a, like a Technicolor too, that like it's so vibrant colors that it kind of in itself like depicting these like very like it, very dark material but in the, these technicolor like bright rainbow colors right. that the, the painting style he used alone is weird you know it's a really dark dark you know painting but you're supposed to get you know you're supposed to and a lot of artists probably get it but most people aren't artists right. that, but you know right. you get it that it's really a um you know they tell the narrative of a world free from war and environmental ruin you know so the message is really good but you kind of you know i guess you should learn about it before you go look interpret at it. it yeah you probably would look, probably if i went looked at it i'd look at it a whole different way because now i know what he's mm-hmm. doing there but anyways right. it's very creepy very odd but like I'm, i say anybody that's flying in there and they see these yeah they don't know you know I mean, they see nazi kids in nazis you know, burning. Yeah. It's so really weird. Especially, That's especially with how the runways are, yeah. how it's shaped. It is very, it's shaped very much like a swastika, the runways are. So, like, it, it gives off this, like, you know, almost intentional vibe where right. it seems right. like maybe these two things are connected. Huh. Right. There's a, another thing that there's a, um, as you're entering, there's a plaque that, depicts the um uh there's a um a vault with a um uh, time capsule that there's to be opened in 2094 so it's 100 years and of course everybody's thinking okay in 100 years they're going the world's going to be different and and this stuff's going to make sense and they could say they could point out we were trying to tell you guys this for a hundred years, you know, and so, or they, or, you know, whatever this huge event that's going to change the world is going to happen in 2094, huh. you know, and on this plaque or on the cap, the um, capsule itself is the, um, well, it's the uh, alluding to the world, new world airport commission, you know what I mean? So the new world. Yeah. And which stands out. And the, um, um, oh darn it, I can't think of who they are now. The, uh, not the Illuminati's, but um, step down, you know. Um, Scientology? No, 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 no. Um, and I'll get to it in a minute. Um, the, uh, in, in the, the controlling organizations that used the airport. For their global conquest, so there's, this whole airport is just filled with like these hidden messages, you know. Like in the lobby, there's the big part of the floor that has these gold letters initialed in there, and I can't remember what they're supposed to mean. But what do you think? Of, yeah. Do you think there might be, a, you know, that it was built by a spy or something? Or I mean, well, what does all this mean? It's just kind of. Well, the, the really the theories are boil down to the Illuminati's built this airport for themselves. You know what I mean? There's a whole world going on underneath this, and 
they are really controlling this, and they're and these are all like hidden messages for people throughout the world. You know, and uh, the Masons is what I was trying to think. And the Masons have lots and lots of different levels, so it's not like every Mason knows all the messages being done there. You know what I mean? Like probably only the top people. Right. You know, prior to going into the Illuminati's, I guess you know would know what these messages were. But on this time capsule is their logo is on this time capsule, and, and everybody's like, "Why? Why would that? Why would they put their logo, right? Mason's you know, logo on the time capsule? You know, the Masons are like speaking of you know from our last episode. The Masons are a huge like cult like group, right? You know? Right. It's kind of a cult. It's very yeah, secretive. Like, it's one of those things that like um, the average person who joins the Masons they're doing good work throughout the world. You know what I mean? They're doing, and so you, you feel that it's when you get higher up in the levels, when you start thinking, Oh, this is really for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? We're doing great things, but I suppose, I don't know. This is all um, for entertainment purposes only. Um, Cause I don't know anything about them, but you know, the theories, and that's always been kind of a theory of the Masons and the, um, you know, that they're all doing good work, Does but if you've been in it for years and you move yourself up, there's a different plan going on that, that we're not aware of. So anyways, um, the, uh, let's see where I'm at here. Theory, another theory is there's, uh, oh, there's some grainy footage of lizard people down in the Basement. And um, there's firsthand accounts by the construction workers as they were building this. We're, was, flying, uh, we're flying to Denver. <laughs> I know. I know. I want to go. I did well, too. It really, like, if you think about it, it is like one of the world's biggest airports. And for some reason, like, almost all flights have to go through it. So, like, mm-hmm. you wonder why. Like, with me, like, I have flown, to, like, I have flown back to Michigan like three or four times times i've had to fly through denver which doesn't make any sense like it's not like it's on the, like you have to basically go down to denver and then back up to michigan right so like right. It's, it's like such an out of the way layover that it doesn't make sense and it's like i'm not even there for like 30 minutes an hour it's like i'm there for like three four hours i'm like what am i gonna do in this airport for three four hours at two in the morning like at two in the morning it's so stupid well, supposedly there's just things all through this whole place that, you know, you probably wouldn't notice. Or maybe if you're sitting there for a flight and you're like, oh, that's odd. Why do they have that? You know, the kind of yeah. thing. But there's all secret messages. And the construction, the people who built the airport, the construction workers, not all of them, but, you know, they've come forward and said, you know, there's it's filled with secret stuff. Well, I can see, I can, yeah, I was going to say, I can see where there'd be like a lot of like, secret tunnels or like uh hidden like passages because like when you go there like i said like they have i think four terminals um and you have to like take the like subway train to to get to each yeah. um mm-hmm. and like it's almost like a bank where it's like you get out at these like spot like these like the train stop and then you have to like go up these like stairs and you can just tell there's like lots of like space that like doesn't have any entrance to it. Like you're walking up these stairs and there's like this like almost 
like there's like walls right next to stairs but you can tell that there's like something like there's space behind the walls huh well okay let me get to that in a little bit because i've got some questions for you but um and it's these construction uh, people they claim that the airport has you know thousands of miles of underground tunnels which potentially connect with military bases um that it houses a new area 51 um evidence of uh, alien life it provides a bomb shelter for the super rich and elite a secret nuclear launch site um by the late 20 oh this is interesting too and i kind of have seen some of this stuff by the late um 2010s denver itself the airport itself was um, on the um on to the joke with tongue-in-cheek ads that blamed all their renovations problems they had and all the money they went over they blamed them on all these you know aliens and uh you know secret stuff um and they even had a um a temporary um gargoyle installed that you know made smart ass comments as people walked by but that's funny yeah that's that's such good advertisement is to basically play into this joke like that's a good plan maybe that's why they did all this though and and this could this makes a lot of sense with all of the oh sorry jess go I was going to say, maybe the architecture that did this was like, hey, let's make this as weird as possible yeah. because then people are going to talk about it and then they're going to fly into this airport. That's true and well, make the money. It, yeah, could, be, it could be. Um, that's how they make One of the things I was like, it, there's just thousands of stories. I mean, and we're just touching on it, but um, one of the things that kept getting me uh, thinking like, okay, if it's true, why would they leave so much evidence behind? But if it's not true, why would they put all this fault in? You know, it's just bizarre stuff. So why did they do that if it wasn't true? I mean, like, what is the deal? <laughs> and and Cass, my question for you was, looking at pictures of this airport, it looks like a circus tent. Like a, it's like all. Am I right or am I wrong? Yes, you are right. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, you're right. I it, but that's again it outside. It doesn't look so. like something that cost you know ten billion dollars to build. It looked like it's a rubber roof kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I'm no. trying to share my screen. It's um. Yeah, it, I, I mean, good. it doesn't look like it's not like you can look up into those tents. Like it's it looks like any other airport on the inside. Like it's really not that. So what's the purpose of all those white? TP tents on top of the airport. It's the roof. I don't know. I know. Again, it's not like you can really like. I don't remember like. Here's one of the murals. Yeah, that's the. Yeah. And I saw the horse. Here's the horse. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the Mustang. Yeah. I saw a better picture. It was a New York Times picture. You know, and at night the eyes are like laser beams. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah, it's creepy. It is it, creepy. now you can see that it's like at dusk, so you can see. Right. The so, thing I, I think of too is they whoever was behind this really did appreciate good art, and they probably just let these artists do their own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't. They didn't tell them, "Hey, we got to have this, and it's got to look like this." They just said, "Do your thing." Right. But I also 
like I really do wonder because like even like the TP tent so you can see in the picture um up towards the left hand corner where you can see like where the terminal is so like yeah. that blue part is the terminal like one of the terminals that you yeah. can't leave from so that's what it looks like where the TP like you can see like it's part of like the arrival deck and so yeah. you don't really like see that when you're just basically passing through right Mm. So like all of these things oh, here's are a like better, here's like to another like, picture too from a different right. angle. Yeah. yeah. You have to basically leave the terminal to go see all of this stuff. Yeah. Well, it it just seems odd and you know with all of this alien stuff oh, it looks like you, you know, go up that's into why the... our government is hiding it's all of security, the security like air well, air traffic control. And oh, supposedly true. another theory is there's a bunker for the president sure. of the United States. Yeah, there's the, there's there's the, the runways too. More. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, so like, it's not like one thing is weird. Like everything in it is just off. It's weird. And so, yeah. so like I said, I think he, the whoever was behind the project had a real appreciation for art and mm -hmm. architecture. And he just like, each person do their own thing. Like, I'm not going to yeah. tell you what to do, just do it, you know? And so we've got so many different projects, so many people ahead of different projects. You know, they did, it's not a flow, the whole mm -hmm. airport. It's just kind of whatever person did, which is kind of cool, you know? Right. I like that, you know? But um, yeah, so the bunker, you know, it goes down for miles and, it's um, for the elite people in case of time of a nuclear war, and there's a place for the president, and there's a whole government, supposedly. Um, there's a whole government that's operating under this airport, and it's, you know, you know, there's, there's the gargoyle. Yeah. And they're all through the airport. It's not one, it's a bunch of them. Well, this like, one is the talking guard. That's the talking so one. one. Yeah, oh, that was the one that was saying. Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't know. I thought it was really interesting, and I definitely want to go to the airport. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's with if it really is true about the aliens, that's why the government is hiding all of these aliens because they're in charge of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, there's a lot. There's, I if this is a theory, it could be all linked together, and you know, it's you know, crazy. Supposedly, there is—is is it four rings of secrecy, different groups that are really operating the world? You, Maybe. You know, like the Illuminati's is one of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Four different groups of people, and they are really. You know, running the world for entertainment purposes only. Yeah. All the stuff that we talk about and all this weird, we can't understand why government operates away and how people get into office. It's all a <laughs> plan, you know. So we're just sitting back and watching this puppet show, but really, they're doing it. And the people, you know, that we get frustrated with in politics. They're just playing a part. Yeah, they're, they're just not who they really are. So, so that's the the government, world government that is operating under this airport, supposedly. Supposedly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, the the one thing that really struck me about the story was 
if it's true, why would they leave so many red flags? Yeah. And I'm like, why wouldn't they cover it up even better than that if this is true? Well, maybe hiding things in plain sight is usually the best way to hide things because people don't or, they overlook it or they don't believe it. And the stuff is where they're meant to pull your yeah. attention away from something yeah. else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're doing something. I mean, for. And the airport is like. Don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah. And the airport itself is way out in the middle of the desert. They're like miles from anything. Yeah. Where the other one was like, you know, where you could go to hotels and restaurants and, you know, like typical around the airport would be. And this is out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. In the middle of a desert. I do think, so I think maybe not for nefarious reasons, but I do, like, it would make sense if there was, like, a nuclear bunker down there for higher ups in the government, like the president or, you know, political, you know, people. Um, and it would so be it easy for them to fly like, not like all over the world. Reason, but just like a be prepared kind of reason. Yeah. Right. Right. But another thing is that other airport open and running, so no. you can no, no it's closed. closed and it's closed. so so what did they do with that one? I mean, I don't know. But it's a speeding right now. They were they were they were um, no, it's a uh, um, pickleball courts now. Yeah, that's what they're doing with malls now. Malls. That's what pickleball. I saw, I saw a mall. They turned a mall into a school now. So <laughs> yeah, I did see that too. Um, um, but um, I forgot what I was going to say now. But anyways, you know, there was no reason to build the airport. The other one was was fine. And they were halfway through renovations of that one when they decided to do this other one. So hmm. it was very odd. So you maybe, maybe, like I said, maybe there is really a spy in charge of all of this. And well, I think there's a if it's true, there's a. A group of people worldwide, it's not local right. people or yeah, worldwide right. that are behind it. Our government what if, spooky. What if, here's a theory. What if, while they were doing the construction to the other airport, they discovered something huge at that site? Like, I don't know, you know, like alien life or whatever at that site. And they're like, oh crap, let's build a whole other airport that's Indeed. super weird that people will forget about this airport. And be concentrating on that one, and they'll lose so again. It goes back to Cassie's red herring, you know, like mm -hmm. we're talking about this one, and nobody's paying attention to the old one, right? Or, or while they were doing renovations on the other one, they realized that it was probably built on a huge burial ground, and so they're mm -hmm. like, Well, we need to get out of this space, yeah, so that we don't get in yeah. trouble, yeah, move over to yeah. this space and make it really weird so people don't ask us questions about why we don't want to have this yeah. airport open anymore, right? Right. Yeah, there's lots of theories, lots of theories. Right. Especially out in that kind of Oh, there's desert. Yeah, I spent all day on the internet looking up all the different theories. I'll tell you a really interesting thing though. Two sites that I was looking at are they closed them down. They're not doing and one one had a follow-up from the person who made it saying they didn't have any reason to close my site. Like YouTube took it off. Oh. So it was a YouTube channel, not like a website. 
Mm. So what you're saying is our YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, it, was on YouTube. it was on YouTube. YouTube banned them? Well, two of the site two of the stories I was following said their story uh, got took them down. off, took the, the, the video off. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. So like they have YouTube or any social media, they have specific guidelines that have to be followed. And so they probably said, hey, you violated one of these guidelines or whatever, and then took down the video, their video or whatever. But, I thought it was yeah. really weird because um, yeah. the one I'm like, I was watching this yesterday. What? Where is it? I can't find it anywhere, you know. And then I went to another one and that one was gone too, but this guy did a follow-up of, you know, they didn't have the right to take my video down. You know, he was upset about it. Well, but what was he talking about? And maybe there was and a purpose. We're talking about, let's see if we get shut down. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> For entertainment purposes only, please don't right. shut our station down. Yes. This is our theories. <laughs> just our theories. We're just uh, <laughs> we're just trying to figure out our world. Anything about nothing. <laughs> just trying to understand what world we live in. Right, mm -hmm. right. But I thought that was interesting. It is interesting, and yeah. it, you know, it makes you think. Like Cassie and Jesse said, you know, it all of these bring people to Denver airport. They want to fly to Denver airport to see all of this stuff. It brings money into the airport and, right. and it keeps it. Well, going. Yeah. And, and maybe well, that's so, the flights go into Denver for the layovers because people spend the money or people. Well, um, imagine the money they're making on people like, not catching their connecting flight because they exactly. want to go find these murals. Yes. Now people are paying double the yeah, price for their so right. exactly. But yeah. my, my theory would be that they want everybody filtered through that airport so they can, you know, gain information about all these people. And it could be because, you know, you bring, you know, their phone, your phones or, you know, you're getting all kinds of stuff coming through the airports and... I heard you just today, security swiping your passport or exactly right. Right. So you I, get lots of stuff. Just today, I heard a story about um, there's an app that you could I could take your picture, and put it on this app, and anything you have ever put on the internet, everything about you, I could get. Google. You know, your address, your phone number, every phone number you ever had, every picture you ever took on a phone, you know, every, I mean, everything, everything. Yeah, about that's, find my that's, old MySpace that's pretty account. scary. I could find your old MySpace account. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Well, I mean, you can just yes Google and that. no, but it's like, you know, you realize your laptop, your tablet, your phone, all of them have cameras on it. The government is watching you. <laughs> Yeah. Like you realize, and that's the same thing. Alexa, Google's that are in your house, right? They're listening to you too. Oh, I know. Yeah, they've you solved know, the like, times because right. they won't can listen to that. But I mean, I don't think anybody's really listening to me twenty four seven. Now, if there's a murder in my house, they may well, be. Able to I think it's. Time, I know. think there's specific keywords that if mm -hmm. those are. I have a reason for you to right, like yeah. 
yeah. trigger terms. Yeah. Well, and what do you think all those satellites up in the sky are for? They, they oh, there's, there's all the, it's an algorithm, right? That's what I want to say. Yeah. That right. they're waiting, you know, so if you say a word, keywords, mm -hmm. that's why a lot of time on YouTube, they make up words so you know what they're saying, but they don't actually say right. Trump. Trump, for instance, in a lot of YouTube things, they won't say the, his name. They say the orange guy or, you know, the yeah. Cheeto guy or something. And that's because if that flags YouTube yeah. every time mm -hmm. they hear the name. Right. Mm -hmm. So, or people say they unalived, you know, somebody unalived mm -hmm. themselves. It's a way to like get around, get around. Right, 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 right. Hmm. So, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course, we all know about the IA technology now. Right. AI. I mean, AI. AI. <laughs> you know, you could watch a movie, I could be watching a movie at Cass. And it is completely not her. It's all made out. And her I mean, voice and everything. Been, but you got to think, too, we've been doing that for a long time. They did that with Star Wars, with Carrie Fisher for her Princess Leia thing. They did that with... Um, long before. Well, uh, long before uh, What's his name? Um, from With the Hunger Game trilogy. Um, yeah. What's his Philip name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. They did that too with him, oh. where it's all AI stuff. Or, I mean, even Tron, the, um, Fast, and the, Fast and the with, Furious. I mean, all yeah. those movies. Because yeah. Paul Walker died during died. like during the filming of that. And I know that they used some AI, but they also used his brother, and you know, kind of like as a stand and stuff. But that's what, like, they do that when people die while they're the, in the movies, while they're filming. So they, yeah. it's been going on for. A long yeah. time yeah we just it's not open to the public and i mean but it is because even even with star wars um they used so the new tv show the mandalorian mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the first season they basically bring back the character of luke skywalker yeah and they basically cgi'd uh, yeah. mark uh, hamill's yeah. face onto a actor but they used technology that they had found on youtube like they had basically yeah. found a youtuber yeah. who was doing it took like basically took his like not took his technology but hired him to use his technology on the show there's a um but th but i'm talking about stuff right on your cell phone i know like, right yeah it, it doesn't have to be a production company that does it you can do it yeah right. yeah they have i've seen this on tv where it's just an app on your phone and i could have your mother just have us, you know, talk for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And I changed it into Hillary Clinton's voice. And it Makes was sense. Hillary Clinton. You know what I mean? It's not like kind of like it. Oh, yeah, that's funny. But no, it's like exactly. Yeah. So that's scary because you could be accused of robbing a bank tomorrow. Yeah, that is. We I was watching it with you, and that was scary. You could be framed, and maybe that's why they do. I mean, they frame people and well there's they, even more reason to start filming yourself doing everything but what does that prove i mean you so that you can prove here this is what i was doing yeah. i know but they can um, erase it if you're being filmed all the time then you have your own film to show here's yeah, exactly right yeah and it's like i mean but somebody's got to know that that's there well, no they don't nobody needs to well, if they come accuse me of robbing a bank 
And they have video. I've got my own video to say I was sitting. Hey, no, here. I was here. Right. This is what I was doing. Here's all the witnesses that saw me there. Whatever. Yeah. But that's something. I mean, that is that's something. I mean, with kind of the media and all that stuff. There, I can't remember. We saw it on. I think it's a Netflix like documentary. It's a docu series. I forget what it's called. Um, I think it's just a documentary. I think it's just like an hour, two hour long thing. But this man was accused of a murder or bank robber or or whatever. And he's like, no, I was at this baseball game. And they're like, well, you know, like, you know, like, did you call anybody or whatever? And he's like, no, like I was at this baseball game. He couldn't like, he threw away his ticket. So he didn't even have his ticket to prove it. And the only way that he got free was that some like some one of his relatives saw him on tv at the game no well not even that so not even that it was um gosh what's his name there's like some comedian oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, was, it was like on curb your enthusiasm like yeah they, like, that's filmed what it was. at the game yeah because they were filming he his, was caught in yeah, the tv show they were yeah they were that's what it was it wasn't even on national broadcasting tv yeah it was yeah curb your enthusiasm and the the comedian who was taping at that game had yeah. footage of this guy on tape past him, for like his walk- show walking yeah. past yeah and that's how he got off this comedian helped him get off wow yeah, that's because he was in it he like, was 100 percent innocent yeah 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 so, right. it was just like yeah. like they had just had like he didn't even know they were filming that day like yeah he was just at the baseball game and they were filming at the baseball game and god they want i can't think of his name but he the, the main character basically walks past him and they film yeah yeah. like the stands and like in like you can be like there he is that's him right there in the stands. I, I can't remember yeah. I, but i feel like you know it's like somebody like one of his friends bought the tickets but couldn't go right. and so it's like he didn't even have like a receipt of purchasing the tickets it's like he got them for free from one of his friends or whatever you know and wow. was, you know yeah it, it's a really good i forget what it's called but it's a good documentary yeah. Yeah. Dan and i were watching a bunch of documentaries they were getting yeah. accused. I heard somebody one time say that when you're doing, when people are doing selfies and stuff, that you should really make sure that things in the background are visible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can prove that you were really there or somebody, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and also just like, so it is harder. So basically when you take selfies, like try not to be against like a blank wall or mm-hmm. anything like that, because any kind of like object or thing is going to be harder to basically take that out of the picture. I could could literally say I was literally sitting under my Tina Turner picture. Well, you are sitting in front of a pretty blank wall. I could green screen around you real quick. (laughs) Well, actually, when you said that, I thought, oh, yeah, total blank wall. I'm like, what? The other picture in there, too, with you. The one that Kelsey did. I, I looked it up. So that documentary is called Long Shot, and it's on Netflix. Long mm-hmm. that sounds really familiar it seems yep. like i watched that yep and it's a dodgers fan you know so it's at dodger stadium so it's in la hmm. yeah and it was yeah curb your enthusiasm cassie good job on that recalling that uh, well, Larry I just, David. i've heard this Larry story David. Oh, photogenic David. memory yeah yeah i um, well yeah. i've heard this story like a thousand times like i and i think it's really interesting story that this was literally that's probably why they call it a long shot but like this he it was like a, it was a long shot to prove yeah. this man innocent like he yeah. had no other proof that he was at this game he was not at the t- like yeah. scene of the crime and it was like literally his like friend was just watching curb your enthusiasm and he's like there he is that's him right there right 
proving wow. and it was like you know like like based on the footage because it's like they had that timestamp because it was a production right. video right like they were able to show at the time of the murder he was at the game yeah wow. so there you go spoiler alert on that one go, but go watch <laughs> he was innocent <laughs> was it really him yeah i don't know it could have been well AI. this is like early it was probably like 1990s, early 2000s. Yeah, so. yeah well, I think it was early 2000s. But I also see, you know, like especially on TikTok, I watch a lot of like the um, dash cam videos. And there are so many things where it's like the person that caused the accident looks like the victim. And then as mm-hmm. soon as they're like, oh, I have this on camera. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. You know, and that's something too. Like I keep telling me, I'm like, I want a dash cam. Yeah, I keep saying so. I need to get a dash cam. We have, like, we have a dash uh, uh, rear view mirrors. No, no, this is different. This is something this is like, that, a like while you're driving. Yeah, it'll it record. records everything. What's, what's going on? Like the other day when I was trying to get Odin to his dress rehearsal um, for dance, for his dance recital, I was driving on Main Street right by McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And the YMCA, and right. a dog ran out in the road, and I was far enough mm-hmm. back that I'm like, okay, it wasn't on a leash. I like, there's a family on the sidewalk. I was able to slow down, but then they got that dog back, and as soon as I sped back up and almost to them, their other dog, who was on a leash attached to one of the humans, the adult humans, ran out into the road, and I had to slam on my brakes so I wouldn't hit this dog. Oh, and mm-hmm. I was worried about getting rear-ended and, you know, cause it's not yeah. like, there's no reason for me to stop. And then what do I do when I got Odin in the car? Right. And you know, watch out for the dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you guys have heard me tell the story a million times, but it was in 2001. Mm-hmm. I got it's pulled over for running a red light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Knew, yeah. knew, knew I did not run that red light. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. you did not. No, and you didn't. Because you were right behind me. Yes, yeah. and, and you yeah. were in the Jeep. So I, I was saying then, I'm like, God, I'm going to invent a thing that you could show up. Look, I didn't. You know, this is, of course, I never did, but everybody else did it. But um, so I had that idea way back then. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, yeah, I remember I was in the car with mom. Because I, I remember as a kid when you got pulled over from picking me up from dance and the cop was like you've been speeding and you're who knows because i didn't see the, the beginning parts of it but he's like i've been following you for like a half hour you know and who, I me? Thought no no mom. mom i thought for sure mom was gonna i was like seven i thought yeah. for sure mom was gonna get arrested for you know she flipped was the cop and was yelling yeah, at him and, and, yeah. and i wasn't you yeah, know, no. I mean, he, he they, they framed me, and they kept saying I was speeding. I said he wasn't I wasn't framing speeding. you. He was he was gaslighting trying to get a you. ticket. Yeah, he was gaslighting. Yeah. yeah, telling you that you were doing stuff that you weren't doing, right. which you know. Or again, I only saw the you know, but you went to pick me up. So if he really was following you, he would have stopped you when you stopped to pick me up. From right. Me. Well, right. that's what happened in my in my case. The cops. So I went to court. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I did. And he literally said that him and his the other officer were s- sitting at the red light, stopped. Mm-hmm. And I drove through. Well, that absolutely wasn't true. I mean, it was no. not true. If they were at no. a stoplight, then how did you drive 
through. Well, that's what I'm saying. He said they were stopped at the stoplight. And you passed. Like, and I think just went right through, through the stoplight. Which, and it's not, a, I don't think it's a double lane stop either. Like at that point, like it's like, it's a single lane, isn't it? Yeah, it's a single lane. Oh, yeah. I was thinking yeah. you know, like um, the intersecting, like they were stopped going No, left, he was right. saying that the, he was stopped at the light and somehow at the red light. Yeah, so yeah. if you were supposed to be behind through. them, then how, yeah, yeah. What, what oh, did he you was do? Coming, he was coming this way and I was going this way. Oh, okay. he, stopped, he says he was stopped at the light and I just went right through. Mm-hmm. Well, that absolutely wasn't true. No, Absolutely. it wasn't. Because I was right behind you, and we had went all, and, and all three had went for an ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I even told the judge, I'm like, is it's okay for him to lie? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, especially like under oath. Yeah. That's why they have body cams now. Yeah, now they have body cams. I'm going to create something you put in your car, a camera that, you know, will help you. If you get in an accident and accused of something, or but that we should tell the audience this was like like the nineties, early two thousands again, because like it's not like it happened last week. No, this happened a while. I mean, the camera I was thinking you'd be. (laughs) (laughs) But that city was well known for. That city was well known for the the police of chief was fired for. His integrity issues. So mm-hmm. yes, but, yes. So, so I mean, it was the city, and they were told to do it. So I mean, but that's what I mean. With it, I saw I saw a video from a guy who had a dash cam in his car that he was driving down a road, and like a six year old girl darted out yeah. between two cars, yeah. and he ended up hitting her. She was like fine, like minor injuries i don't think she broke anything or anything but like kind of bounced off the front of his car because he slammed on his brakes well then her dad came running out and you know like hit his car and like started screaming that his daughter was just hit and so then all the neighbors came out by the time the cops showed up the neighbors who had not even witnessed the accident we're telling the cop, yeah, he he started speeding up when he saw the girl on the road and he hit her oh. on purpose. And so he told the cop, look, I have video, I have a dash cam, and he showed the cop, and it shows that the dad of the girl wasn't even facing the road when and wasn't paying attention to his daughter. He was like painting mm-hmm. a fence or whatever. And it showed the girl, you know, like ran out in front of the road and he attempted to stop and you know, he did everything that he was supposed to. And then yeah. showed, and then he ended up was able to collect for the damage to his vehicle caused by the girl and by the dad when he started like yeah, well, as he should like that's yeah. like yeah. It, I, yeah, I saw yeah. that story yeah. too. And it's like that's like I just like so crazy that somebody like yeah. would do that, like try to blame somebody like else for something yeah. bad happening to their kid. Exactly, right. and then the tragedy that you live with when right, you hit right, that kid. Right. I mean, that, that, well, that's, that's what my biggest said. fear is. That's gosh, what he like, said. He said he wished he could have done more, but he did everything he could, and that's like right. that's what the video shows. Yeah. 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 I mean, you you hit a child, and you know you live with that for the rest of your life. Right. And it's devastating. Like she lived, and like that's the thing is, like it was, it was she lived, she was fine. Yeah. It I know, was but these still. parents blowing it out of proportion. Right, right, and then being mad because you're you as a parent you weren't paying attention, so you don't really right. know what happened. Right, but right. you know, I and things know. happen. I mean, but that's what I keep telling me. I'm like, I want you know. Well, Michigan though is a no fault state, so no matter what yeah. kind of accident, unless your vehicle is parked, 
you have to go through your own insurance no matter what anyway at least they wouldn't be able to sue you for manslaughter or something well they still could but i mean yeah that's i mean it's michigan it's its own state with that Um, stuff but now now i'm gonna go get ours out and put it back in our car (laughs) yeah wonder where it's at (laughs) um it's in that drawer right right in that dresser but that's what I keep telling you. I want, I want a dash cam for my car because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like there's so many times where like Matt always says I'm a bad driver, which I'm sure some of it is my driving. But like there are times where I'm like, this was not me. And, you know, even Jordan, like Jordan was with Matt and me. We were, it was Christmas a few years ago and Matt and I went and picked Jordan up and we were in Lansing and we were on our way to grandpa's house. From a hospital. Well, I wasn't going to mention that, but yeah. So, um, but we were on our way to Grandpa's house and, but we were, we had to go home first to get clothes for Jordan and everything. And, um, and we were at like over by Frandor mall. I can't remember what Saginaw street, I think, or, um, I don't know, one of those streets right there. And a car completely blew through the red light right there and almost hit us. Matt slammed on the brakes and then I remember Matt thinking, like, oh, I should have just let this car hit us. And I'm like, no, no, no because if the car hit us, we still have to, you know, our insurance still pays. Yeah. No, Michigan is a no fault state. It doesn't matter who the only thing is like if we got hurt seriously or there's a right. serious impairment, then we could file for like a bodily injury claim. But if it's not a serious impairment, it doesn't matter because it's a no fault state. Yeah. But yeah. I keep saying I want a dash cam because there's so yeah. many times where I've had like weird things happen. Yeah. Too so, many close calls. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how this all has to do with Colorado's airport, but. <laughs> because it's all. Because the eye in the sky is always watching and we <laughs> sometimes get to use that to our advantage. Make us talk about uh, hitting people is- to get us off the topic of that. Right, right. <laughs> Subliminal messaging. Yeah, right. Right. Well, anyways, um, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Is it, it is. true? Probably not. But to me, it's like, it's probably it not true, but that why did they make so many weird things in the yeah. airport? Yeah. It's Colorado, man. The altitude, you don't have a lot of oxygen. And it's it's all like to make it look like the Illuminati's behind it, you know. Like <laughs> you need to you need to talk to your friend's sister and find out what they know oh. about it. Who? Probably nothing. Well, she lives close. I mean, she lives in Denver. Oh, I know, but that's like I'm sure people who live in Denver like don't care. So yeah. like, they're probably like, oh, really? You think oh, we yeah. haven't heard this story a million times. Right. People have <laughs> right. asked them every single time. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, maybe she's got a theory. Maybe she's got something to tell us that hasn't been said, you know. Um, if you're a listener, if you are listening to our podcast, let Cassie know. <laughs> if you know any. Why let me know? <laughs> because she's your friend, sister. Okay. okay. If you had any strange things that have happened to you at the Denver airport, email. Yes. Yeah. 
Let email us, us at the, fa- the family school of thought at gmail.com. Yes. We did get emails uh, for Scotland. We got some I pictures. did see oh, it. No. Oh, oh, nice. The Loch Ness Monster was there. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Brad. I think it was real. <laughs> I think I missed this. So I you missed well, the, the email. It yeah, was email. somebody we know was in Scotland <laughs> and they were standing in the Loch Ness Monster was in the water behind them. And yeah. we asked him to let us know if he's seen him and he did. <laughs> this was a text? He no, said by the email. It was an email from it was sent him. to it was sent to the family's school oh. of thought email, like we ask every single time. <laughs> yeah, but I don't monitor that. I don't have well access to we're that. By I thought it was send me the it was pictures. Just, it was no, it was a group. It was a group text. I got mine. No, it was. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. No, I think it was through the email. Was, yeah, but I, anyways, I don't, I don't know. So we have proof. Yes, that's monster. <laughs> he didn't look anything like it, but yeah, it was a cartoon one. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. That's cute. Cute, cute, cute. Um, I had something to say. Now I forgot. Well, hopefully we'll get some views on this Denver airport because now I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Me too. I am very curious. I, I'm going to have to fly, but I don't like to stop any, at any airports, but I like direct flights. Next also, time we're going... Maybe we'll just fly, fly to the airport. Two different plane tickets, like one just to the airport. Right. And then one to wherever we're going from there. So that gives us, we can control where we go in the airport. Right. Right. Well, just don't miss your connecting flight because I tried to do that once and I missed my connecting train. So, <laughs> my flight got delayed. <laughs> right. Well, she, when I came, when I flew into Chicago, I was like, oh, I fly into Chicago because it's cheaper and right, it's a direct just, flight. And I'll just get on the train at four o'clock. And then my flight was delayed from arriving at two o'clock till arriving at three o'clock. So I did not make the train. Did we come get you? Yes. No, I drove. Oh, I, no, I rented a car and drove. Oh, that's right. Yes, you did. <laughs> So anytime you're in Chicago and you got a delay, you just drive home because <laughs> it's. I didn't get a delay in Chicago. I, my flight got delayed an hour in Portland. Portland, well, yes, I, I remember. Yes, yeah. I do. I do. I've been stuck in Detroit a hundred times. They can. I can drive home. <laughs> no time. Right. Just give yeah. me a car. Or you could still be home if you had somebody come and pick you up. <laughs> so I just, lo- I was looking at our YouTube stuff. We do have a, a comment on our Loch Ness story. Oh. YouTube video as well. Mm. So. What's it say? It says. Can you say it on this one? <laughs> well, we have to edit it out. No, it's just, it's, um, it's from Brad R. And it says, fun story. Thanks, Jess. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know we used to like get a lot of um, comments on some of the YouTube. I haven't been paying attention to those in a while. So. Well, you best get back on oh, the call. Every once in a while, we'll get quite a few, and then we won't. Yeah. 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 You know what's really driving me crazy is we've never we we really don't know how many people listen to our the podcast. The podcast. Yeah. Podcast. All we can see is who watches on YouTube. Oh. Hmm. So. There, we could we could probably have a lot of listeners and just don't know. Yeah, we do have, we have, what did you say, Cass? 43% are on Beanpot or Podbean? Podbean. Yeah, but 43% of like, what, 10? It's four listeners. Oh. Oh. Well, oh. anyways, a lot more people are listening to us than they are watching us. Yeah. Oh, I, I think so, yeah. I, yeah. I've said this before. I listen to podcasts while I'm driving or like doing yeah. housework or yard work or whatever. Not, I don't sit down and watch it on TV. Right. I so. feel like there's got to be a way where you can tell, find out how many people are listening to all together. Right. Hmm. Probably. Anyway. Well, anyway. Anybody else got anything? No, no. Good story. Kelsey, we didn't ask you this week. Is there anything you'd like to share? If you want, you can like, share, or subscribe to this video, this channel. If you've got anything you want to say to us, email us at thefamilyschoolofthought at gmail.com. If you're only listening to us on any kind of podcasting app, comment on our YouTube channel. Let us know that you're listening to us oh. or comment somehow yeah. so we know that you're listening yeah yes give us your feedback give us your feedback we want it yes and if you have a story idea let us know please because i'm always looking for something <laughs> she doesn't like my ideas my ideas are too dark so you gotta give her something lighthearted. <laughs> yes because hers are deep <laughs> but we are our channel is a true crime Unsolved mysteries. <laughs> Murder mysteries. I know. Yeah. Come on. I like happy. We're not doing a show about, you know, unicorns and rainbows. But I like wow. to do unicorns. <laughs> Your yeah. other daughter would probably really like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the murals that you were talking about had rainbows in them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, Giant blue horse. Probably a unicorn. <laughs> Yeah, right. Just blowing red eyes, probably a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay, guys. I think we um, can wrap this up. Yep. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. You know, let us know your thoughts, and we will see you guys next week. Sound good? Yes. Yeah. Okay, bye guys. Bye. bye. bye.